Taking a break, but um, we're joining out uh, first week back. Uh, this is uh, what is it, June, right? June? Yeah, it's June 10. June, awesome. So today I have an awesome. I'm I'm so excited to speak to her because of her film and where she has come from to where she is now. So again, I'm always excited to talk to new people and 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 find out their creativity. For all you film noobs out there, um, let's welcome real quick Sydney Jean, right? Yep, Sydney Jean. All right, cool. And introduce yourself to everybody, if you don't mind. Um, hi, my name is Sydney Jean, and I am a filmmaker from North Carolina. I am 18 years old, and I have been making movies since I was nine. And I won my first film festival at age 11. And at age 15, I made a feature-length film called Rebel that was made with my American Girl Dolls because I had nothing else to do it with. I was just bored, and I had this idea for a movie. I wanted to do it, so I was like, okay, I'm going to move on it with my dolls. And so I did that. It went great. And so I was like, you know what? I need to expand this. This is way too good for just my dolls. So I've been writing this script for like almost four years now. No, it's been over four years. And I've, you know, I'm almost done, which is super exciting. And there's been a lot of traction. I have almost 150,000 followers on TikTok wow. now. I just hit 20 million views yesterday. It has been insane. Like the online support has changed my life for the better. And if 15 year old Cindy would have known where I am now, she probably would have been like, I don't believe you, but it's been a long journey. And I'm so happy that I'm here now with yes. how I've progressed from now, from then, from everything. I'm just really happy to be making films and I'm excited that I get to go to film school in a couple months. Wow. Okay. So let's, let's take it back a little bit. Cause you like, you took over my podcast and I'm like, Oh no, <laughs> <laughs> that's all right. I'm so excited to talk to you. And it sounds like you are excited with everything that's happened. And I'm, I'm, I'm ecstatic because again, like you said, when we saw your film, you were 15 years old mm -hmm. and believe it or not. And I'm not going to BS you. You were probably, I, have you been? No. Since you, we've had two other feature length high school films. I put it out there because I was like, well, you know what? Maybe there's somebody who is outrageous, crazy, you know, <laughs> aspiring filmmaker that wants to tackle on that that feature length title that, oh, I made a feature length as a high schooler. Because there's not many. Most high schoolers are really traumatized with shorts. Yeah. Um, because it's a lot of undertaking. So for you at 15 years old, and I emphasize the word 15 years old to make a feature length was ridiculous. And then we saw the, the film itself and I was like, okay, technically she has a lot to go, but she made a feature film as a 15 year old. She like sat there and said, I pardon, I do curse a lot. So I apologize. She said, fuck it. I'm going to make this happen. So I applaud you. I applaud you with all like my enthusiasm, my film noobness. I think you are freaking brilliant. Um, Thank so you so much. Keep going with that. Now you said you were bored, but there has to be a little bit more to that creative, to that the creative juice that just like exploding. You're like, you know what? I have to make this 
there's nothing stopping me. I have to make this. What 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 got in your head? Uh, what got in my head? It was like a long process, but I all started like one morning when I was like bored. I was 14. I, I was like, it was at 530 in the morning. I came up <laughs> with it at 530 in the morning. I was animating this web series I was doing at the time. It was I'm into Sailor Moon. So I was uh-huh. doing a prequel adaptation of like one of the manga side stories. And I was working on it. And all of a sudden, like this idea for the movie, like burst into my head and I was like oh my gosh I have to make this no matter what so I started writing a couple drafts of the script I was in eighth grade when I was started writing it so I wrote it like the back of math class I was bored I was like (laughs) okay I'm just gonna do this and then I basically I wrote drafts all the way into the summer and then towards the end of that summer the summer of 2019 I was like you know what I want to actually do this. What do I have? And then I thought of my American Girl Dolls because there was like a community of American Girl Doll YouTubers who like did all these American Girl Doll stop motions, but they're like the longest one was like 40 minutes and like the longest two ones, they were all based on books, not original stories. So they usually topped out at 20 minutes. I was like, I'm going to make it a feature length film. I'm going to break that record. And then, so I went at it and it took like, I believe five months to film. It was from December, 2019 to May, 2020. And I spent that whole quarantine month of May, 2020 locked in my room editing. And then literally I was actually three years ago today when I finished it, I finished it on June 10th, 2020. And it released on June 12th, 2020. Wow. Man, you have you have such a great memory because I don't remember half the things like I did five years ago, much less exact time when I think of things. So <laughs> that's awesome. Now I got a question for you. Yep. At when when you were in eighth grade, did you have any technical um experience or or or, or background doing scripts or or filming or anything like that? How did you go about learning that? So Rebel was my first feature length script, but I, like I said, I did that one web series. I I did the script adaptations, but they were badly formatted in Google Docs. Do not write your script on Google Docs writers. It will (laughs) break your heart. Anyway, I I did that. And then I also, I had been making American Girl Off stop motions for like five years prior. Like I started making them in like 2014, but they all like topped out like five, 10, maybe 15 minutes if I was feeling ambitious. And they all were like, they all like, were like, okay, let's go to the mall. Okay. Let's go to school. It was like mundane plots like that and Uh so it wasn't like really until like I was 14 15 that I really wanted to push those boundaries so I was like I will use the experience I have to you know do this and my my first American Girl all like stop motion to like win an award was like at my hometown in Charlotte they were having a student film festival and I was in fifth grade I was competing against a bunch of high schoolers And I got best elementary film, which was kind of an arbitrary category considering I was the only elementary film, but it was the (laughs) first time I won a film festival. So I felt pretty great. Awesome. No, you know what? I, I know, I know you said arbitrary, but you know what it has, and it it goes also to, uh, how can I say it? Because like, for example, in our film festival, we hadn't had anybody, and and again, I put it out there because I'm I, I figured somebody's crazy enough to do this. Yeah, I put it out there, and I hadn't had anybody up until you, and then after you, I think we had like two overseas 
uh, documentaries from like Japan or something like that, but not feature length. You know, well, they were feature length as far as like, you know, time wise, but they were docs with yours. It was an actual feature, you know, drama Mm -hmm. um, based, you know what I mean? And so we're like, okay, how, how, I mean, she's really the only one, but the quality she did it in and what she did was, you know, fundamental for us because it's like, dude, we haven't had anybody like that. And I mean, so to give you the award, it wasn't just because you were the only one, but because you were pretty badass at it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Again, for a high schooler to see a stop motion that length and have a plot and, you know, you did everything correct. Like I said, you still needed to grow a little bit more because technical, mm-hmm. everybody needs to grow. Of course. But as far as like a high school feature length film i was like man dude i was blown away i was like this kid's got it going on and then i saw i was like 15 years old my oh my god what the fuck was i doing at 15 i was i was still (laughs) playing with gi joes and cleaning my my snot and and getting in trouble and playing in the dirt and this kid is over here making feature lengths so i could just imagine not not to mention i filmed that all i filmed it all in a back brace because i had pretty bad scoliosis at the time so i filmed the whole movie in a back brace really Yup. Dude, you freaking rock. Yeah, I eventually got surgery, but I still was wearing the brace when I filmed it. So that just popped in my head. Damn, dude. Oh, so you you actually have grown a lot then. Like not only like grown up, but you've actually grown like, man, that's yeah. freaking phenomenal. I grew an inch. <laughs> so, okay. So the plot, tell us about the plot, because I, I know you said you've worked on it and now you're working on continuing it, but with live action. Yeah, for real. Like it is so much more different now. Like it is like, I elevated pretty much everything, but we are not here to talk about what it is now. We are here to talk about what it was back then. So my mind has <laughs> to think all the way back to, okay, draft, I believe six out of 10. Okay, so draft six. So basically the plot of the movie was definitely not your typical American girl at all stop motion. That's true. But it's basically set in this world ruled by one government, the authority, and they force 96% of the population to work for them. And it is torture and stuff. And then the 16-year-old girl named Kiera wants to find her parents who have been locked away in authority custody, but she has no clue where they are and she's just heartbroken and stuff until she meets this girl named Erica who is also her age and she wants to start a revolution and so when they're caught you know rebelling Kira gets locked in jail and then she meets these girls who actually know how to fight so they help her train and then she can actually be like hey Erica I can protect you can I be your bodyguard and we can start this whole revolution thing for real so they do it they do the thing they start protesting to get the whole world on their side and then they fall in love along the way and yes they are both girls i had to clarify that because like so many people thought it was weird back then like i got this one hate comment that was like there is gay sad face sad face sad face and i'm like i'm gay too f you (laughs) (laughs) i love that i love the fact that at such a young age you could take a stand for your creativity and take a stand for your your personal brand, your your image, your your film, your creativity. So I applaud again. You're awesome, Sydney. So 
<laughs> Dude, you keep doing what you're doing. Now, I, I got a question for for that based on, and I have always asked the, uh, the same question to everybody, because as filmmakers, we get a lot of negative you know, comments like, oh, dude, you suck. Your actors suck. This is that. But your film is different because your film is stop motion and you did everything. So everything mm -hmm. falls back on you, literally falls back on you. Um, and as a 15 year old, I'm pretty sure people are going to have some pretty rude comments, even though you're mm -hmm. a 15 year old doing a feature film. That alone is badass. You know what I mean? And most mm -hmm. people don't take that in consideration. Most people are going to be like, oh, dude, this sucks. Da, 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 this and that. How do you deal with it as a young filmmaker to not get discouraged? Well, I do admit that the first time, like I got like a lot of bad feedback from someone who I thought was my friend. He was pretty much bashing everything. I think at that point, because we were so young, it was at a point of jealousy. But at the time, it really, really hurt. And I was like, is this true? And then I, I admit I cried, but... Yeah. I just, you know, I talked to my mom about it and she was like, you tried your best. That's all that matters. And that kid has no clue what he's talking about. What has he even worked on? And I was like, an 100 page script about dinosaurs, that sucks. And he, and she was like, exactly. Then you're already going more places. And I was like, OK, I can, you know. And those arbitrary comments from like people that were like not really like nice, they all stopped, you know, affecting me when a couple months later, I, you know, I started actually shopping around the script and, oh, I have this one story from like 15 years old. The first meeting I ever had with a producer, he was like, oh my gosh, this is so cool. And I'm like, thank you. And I was like, this guy produced John Wick. This guy produced Hereditary. And he's saying that my stuff is good. That kid doesn't know what he's talking about. <laughs> oh, yeah, that is awesome. So you actually shopped your script around, not just to like local filmmakers. You went all the way. You're like, fuck this. I'm 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 going to Hollywood. I'm going to these guys who make these big name, you know, movies and yep. stuff. <laughs> I yep. I have tons of stories about that. Wow, dude. You, <laughs> you know, I I. I talk to a lot of people on, on my platform, a lot of indie filmmakers who get rejected, who get discouraged. And sometimes, you know, we, we get kicked around a lot. And as an adult, and, and I'm, I'm an old, old adult, I do curl in my bed at night and I'm like, fuck, dude, am I, am I worthy enough to do this? You know what I mean? Am I good enough to do this? And I'm, I'm listening to an 18-year-old who for the last three, four years has pushed past those boundaries and is telling me that, dude, I, it hasn't stopped me. You know what I mean? If anything, it's encouraged me. So that alone, Sydney, you know how much that means to people? Because again, like I said, I'm, I'm way in, I'm, I'm probably your parents or grandparents age. I don't know. Um, but you know, shit like that bothers us. And, and most of the time it, it deflates our ego and it deflates our, our passion. But with you, it's encouraged you and it, it fueled you. So, wow, dude, I'm really amazed yeah. by you. Now, I was amazed before with the film, but now talking to you, I really am impressed. So thank you. Man, I don't know. <laughs> I'm like, I want to talk more about like now, now. Um, where are you at? Like, where are you at now? Where are we going? Where are we at now? Where are we going? That is a lot. 
So basically, since I submitted my film, that is when I decided, you know what, I'm going to keep going. So I kept, you know, reworking the script and stuff. And I submitted it to like a bunch of people. And I got a bunch of other people like we're talking Oscar winning producers. We're talking literally Warner Brothers. They read my script and I was like, oh, my goodness, this is amazing. But then someone once told me during like that entire like hunt for a producer, they told me your script has no audience. This will never get made. And then I got rejections all across the board. Granted, I was young. I was 15, 16. But those broke my heart. But I was like, I spent the entire summer crying. I'll admit, but I was really depressed. It was a really bad state of my mind, but I just thought I didn't want to give up because I've worked so hard and I didn't want it to all stop at that moment. But yeah, a quote from one of my favorite movies, Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse is, no matter how many hits I take, I always get back up. And that's exactly what I did in the fall of 2021, where I uh, I reached out to the head of my sister, the pro film program at my sister's college at the time. Yeah. And I told him about my script. I told him where I was going. I told him I wanted, you know, help. And he was like, OK, write another draft and get back to me. And so I did. And while I was writing that draft, I had a random idea to, you know, actually post a video about it on TikTok. TikTok, my concept, and I did, and pretty much 20 million views now. It basically has snowballed into its own fandom. Like they're acting like the movie is out, and the movie isn't really out yet because I set my American Girl doll one the like private to avoid the spoilers. But they are like going insane over the new stuff I added. The deeper it is, like it is so much better now and everyone's going insane for it. It just makes me feel so happy. But anyway, enough about that. After I got that, I got feedback on the new draft and then I wrote another draft. And while that it exploded even more and I got a couple of management companies who wanted to look at it, which was amazing. I yeah. hit a hundred thousand followers. I submitted my new draft back and now we're working on what should be the last one. My fingers are crossed, but I, my goal is to finish that draft before college, but like a bunch of like huge management companies have reached out to me and yeah. a couple more companies that I can't even talk about yet, because if I mentioned them, I'm pretty sure that the entire rebel fandom would fold into shambles. And my mom said, I can't talk about it yet re- for oh. real, but yeah, there are no. huge surprises along the way. Get ready guys. It's getting real. Oh, that's freaking badass. So you talk about the rebel fandom. Um, mm-hmm. You build your your fandom through you said Twitter, TikTok, TikTok. Um, what was that the only platform that you used to kind of build up your own the the fandom yeah. the, the world? Well, I have Instagram too, but just the beauty of like the TikTok algorithm is that you can post something and then like it goes to people who don't even follow you, and then they can you know they it's like the whole for you page thing, and then like all of a sudden people just saw it on their for you pages and they kept following and sharing and making fan art. There's like literal fan fiction and it's insane. Like these people are guessing all the plot twists, even though they have no clue what's about to happen. I laugh at how wrong their guesses are, but (laughs) it's just, it's so fun to like see how excited and passionate they are for this movie because like 
a lot of the times like this huge passion for like movies are like they're like all hyped for like the next you know the next spider-man movie the next iron man movie the next you know all these huge franchises they get excited over but I've never really seen that level of excitement with something completely original. And it's insane that that happened to be me, the one the one original thing that has a fandom before it's even released. <laughs> nice. That's so crazy, man. So I'm 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 really impressed also the fact that you've used something that's that's pretty much natural for you because again, the, your your age group pretty much grew up around using mass media as a form of, of entertainment, as a form of, of education, of everything. So you, you've kind of used that to your advantage, which is pretty badass. Um, I've tried learning how to use it once or twice, and, and I've failed miserably. Um, <laughs> so, so again, that that's just awesome because, again, it shows the different levels of age, but it also shows the the, the, the tenacity that you have to build up this this world, this, this epicness that you, you call rebel, you know, for your film. Yeah. Um, so as far as I know you can't talk about it because again, we don't want to put it in jeopardy in case you, you have an NDA or anything like that. Um, where would you see, or where would you like to see your film in the next couple of years or so forth? Do you see it? Cause you talked about franchising, you know, or franchises that exist but would you see your film in that category or would you like to see your film in that category because you have a fandom? I like where I like it being a one and done thing, but I want to be like a filmmaker who like is like a brand name director, like, you know, Christopher Nolan or Greta Gerwig, like people who can like do whatever and then their fans will all go see it. I want to not limit myself to, you know, just one franchise. I want to do like a bunch of other things. I want, you know, to make original stories. I have a couple ideas for original stories that I want to pursue after I'm done with this. I have a couple like franchises that I'd love to work on. Like, you know how they're making the Barbie movie? I'd love to make yeah. an American Girl movie. Nice. And uh, like stuff like that, just a bunch of pipe dreams too for like franchises I'd want to work on. Just a bunch of like uh, different ideas. And my roommate, my college roommate wants to write a book one day. So I told her I'd want to, you know, help make her the adaptation if she ends up writing it. So mm-hmm. a bunch of ideas for where I want my career to go. But basically, I don't want to box myself into one thing. I want to keep going with a bunch of like different ideas. And maybe if we want to pull a Top Gun Maverick and do a Rebel 2 in like 20 or 30 years, I'd be down for that too. <laughs> nice. <laughs> I like how you're thinking already. It's like, fuck it, I'm going to plan ahead. 20 years. Here, here we go. <laughs> that is awesome, man. I love your energy. It's like, it's enticing. Like, wow, cool. Um, So what made you, where are you going to film school? I'm going to film school at Belmont University in Nashville. It is where my sister goes. So she goes for music business, but I'm just really excited to be there because I went to orientation like last week and orientation was on Tuesday. Everyone was super, super nice. And it just felt so welcoming. Like the energy was so different from like the high school I went to where like you were like 
brought boxed in and like creativeness wasn't really encouraged, but here, like there's a bunch of MOT students that short for motion pictures and like everyone, you know, is so thinks it's so cool what I do. And yeah. they're all really sweet and they all have their own great ideas too. So I can't wait to work with them, collaborate with them and hopefully grow as a filmmaker within these next four years of actually learning how to do my craft. That's badass. So what made you decide? Because I asked, this is another question I asked. Again, grownups, once they've all been through the, the the grist and the mill and everything, I asked them whether film school was worth it or not. And I get mixed emotions because everybody has every their own specific, you know, uh, um, experience and whatnot. Um, I went through a somewhat of film school. I loved it because I got to meet a lot of great people, whatever. But what made you decide to go the film school route versus just diving deep into I'm going to make my film because I'm of age. I could do this. I have a fandom. Um, I'm, I'm communicating with these heads of, of, of big corporations that can make shit happen for me. But, no, I'm going to take this route instead. What what made you choose one over the other? Well, I basically chose film school because I had to, because my mom was like, okay, you're going to college. So I was like, I'm not getting a degree in English or history or anything like anything like generic. I want a film degree if I'm going to, you know, going to college. And my sister, she like, she's always wanted to be a singer. So she went to college for music business. So I figured, you know what? I can do the same thing. I can go to film school because... I mean, might as well, if I'm going to college, might as well do college yeah. for something that I really want to do. Awesome. I'm I'm glad your mom is pushing you that way. Cause I know with my kids, I'm I'm the same way. I'm a dude, y'all are at least because I, I can afford to because of the military, y'all are going into at least an associates. If not, you could go hire whatever, but you're gonna give me some college for my my time in, in service. You're gonna go go do some college. So I'm glad your mom's pushing you. That that's a that's an awesome mom. So you better thank your mom for that one. Of course I will. <laughs> now, um, do you plan to hold off on making the film or your future film, uh, Rebel? Uh, I after or or. Well, I plan on, you know, just sorry. My mom, my mom, and my sister just walked in the door, and my puppies are going nuts. That's okay. But- Anyway, I just figured that I want to, you know, just I want to do film school, but I also want to make my movie. So it just depends on what what the road takes me, because, you know, development, it can take like two to three years from a script to getting picked up to actually being filmed. So that's why I feel comfortable, you know, finishing the script and, you know, first semester of college, shopping it around to everyone who's wanted to read it as well as, you know, as long as the writer strikes over by then, which I hope it will be. Hopefully, yes. But yeah, hopefully. But I will just be doing it then and then shooting off more emails, trying to get a manager. And then after I get a manager and an agent, I will hopefully, you know, be getting it to, you know, studios and stuff. So hopefully someone says yes. Hopefully someone notices, you know, this story and wants to help bring it to life. And then, you know, we hopefully get the thing made. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, I hope so. I hope I could bring you back in a, a year or two and, and you could be like, David, you know what? We're we're going. I can't see the 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 things, but we're going filming. Uh, I'll tell you once we're done or something, or once you're done, you'd be like, Hey, you know what? Let's talk about my film because it's done, fool. <laughs> yes, I will definitely love to come back once it comes out. That is so awesome, man. Oh, so much like 
awesomeness. You're packed in a little tight ball over there. Just <laughs> Sydney, I've, I've, I'm I'm enjoying talking to you because again, it it's it's refreshing to see somebody so young with such a a fine endpoint in mind, and you are driving full force to that that endpoint, regardless of what people say or what they might comment, which to me, that's remarkable because again, most of us get deflated. Most of us hit that first stumbling block when we make our first feature film or our first film and we get some horrible, horrible reviews and yep. that's it, and they're done. So I'm, I'm glad that you've seen both sides and it hasn't demotivated you. You know what I mean? Exactly. I, a couple of days ago, actually, someone, you know, homophobes mass reported my TikTok account and I almost got banned. So I had to, you know, do the whole age verification thing. I got it back, thankfully. But it just, you know, I was like, people really care that much. You guys, you guys need to like touch some grass or something. Yeah. So I was like, okay, I'm not going to let this stop me. And then I used that to fuel my writing for the rest of that day. <laughs> I love that. I love that, man. Jesus Christ. I wish I had your kind of energy sometimes. It, 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 it's it's rewarding when you see somebody as young as yourself take something like this and have that dream. You know what I mean? Because it is. And, and being part of the film festival and, and seeing people like yourself is has made it worthwhile so thank you Cindy I, I really do and I keep saying that and I, I keep telling you you're awesome but because you are um and I hope I <laughs> hope you. that you know a couple of years we are talking again and we're like you know we're, we're talking back you're like dude yes you know 2015 I did this and this and that and I remember when I submitted my film yada yada and so forth and we could go forward and, and keep you know following you as you progress in your career and in your education especially in your education. Um, yeah. Man, I'm, I'm, I'm dumbfounded because it, it's like, I didn't expect so much to unpackage real quick with you. Um, I, okay, quick question. And hopefully you don't mind me asking this question because you have brought it up. I know you said you are gay, right? Yes. Okay. And with your film, it was, it, it did hit on um, the subject of two females falling in love. Um, mm -hmm. would you say because of everything that's going on right now, it is more important to kind of hold ground and be like a representation of that or, of course. or, of course. or, or as a filmmaker, can it hinder you? Because being so proactive pro voice mm -hmm. is going to put that stumbling block where people are going to be like, you know what? No, I don't want a gay director. I don't want you know, a gay story. I'm tired of that shit or whatever. You know what I mean? Cause there's going to be those people. Yeah. There's two def definitely two sides to the coin because it has definitely been, you know, a struggle, you know, before I proved everyone wrong that people would want to watch this, it was super hard to get interest partially because of that, because, you know, it's definitely been something that hasn't been done before. Like there has been like gay leads and like stories, but there's even been, they've ever been, they've only been like comedies or period pieces or like dramas, like nothing, like no action sci-fi dystopian stuff like I'm doing. So I just thought, you know, uh, 
I try my best to, you know, get this for, you know, not just for me, but for the entire community, because we deserve to like see ourselves in a story like that, especially in like this political climate where like, it seems like things are getting worse for people like me rather than better. But I just feel like it's important for, you know, to hold my ground and to still tell the story, even though it seems scary, because it's not, you know, scary that, uh, you know, it's supposed to be the whole movie is, you know, about, you know, resistance and revolution and stuff. So it just feels even more of a revolutionary act to tell the tale of two girls in love in, in the like the scope of like something that actually, you know, audiences will actually really, really want to see, because let's be fair. Are dramas and like uh, comedies and like period pieces doing that well at the box office in this moment? Not really. So, you know, it'll be so nice to, you know, see something like a tale audiences would want to see just with, you know, that twist that is so needed now, especially, you know, and if it gets homophobes mad, then I don't really care. That is the point. If they, if they don't like it, then they don't have to see it. They can go watch, you know, literally every other sci-fi movie ever made. But you know what? I always find it funny. The fact that those guys are the ones who will see it the most. Those people who hate on you are the ones who will, critique you the most who will i you know, know. It's, it's like you get more support from them even though it's negative but you get more support from them than your community sometimes and and, and i say this from my community because latinos you know and and other than com, com comedy relief like you said you said even with gay people most of it is comic relief though the the, the flaming gay guy oh yes oh yep. best friend gay guy you know what I mean? It's yeah. always those those niche that you're like, fuck, dude, can we get out of that box? You know what I mean? The maid, dude, 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 let's get past the fucking box. But I'm <laughs> so I'm sorry, I'm going on a rampage. <laughs> yeah, do not worry. But yeah, it, it it's always seems like you always get more support from the haters than the supporters that kind of are quiet about it and they approve you and they support you but they're not voice active like haters yeah i've gotten lucky though because it's been like the opposite for me like if anyone says like anything bad like there's been multiple times where people like made like hate pages and then like my fans like mass reported it and then got rid of it within like 30 minutes so it's been a lot different for me just because you know of you know the huge support that this has especially and like like you said, this climate where like there's like only stereotypes and stuff and there's not really a lot of, you know, good representation. And like even like when they try to like make a show with like lesbian leads, it always gets canceled after the first season and stuff like that. So it's just going to be, you know, really refreshing when hopefully I'm able to, you know, bring this. And then I know there's going to be controversy, of course, but I just hope that there will be enough supporters to hopefully make it you know stand out and actually make it a hit because i've gotten a couple of comments that are like i think this is gonna flop and i'm like i studied the box office i guess the top 10 every single weekend are you really sure about that <laughs> now i had a question for you because that's one of the things that i've seen a lot of times and and i've argued this point with people and they always like they criticize me the fact that it's like oh dude you're against gay people or you're gay no look I don't care. 
I don't care if a character is gay. I don't care if a character is black or they turn him black or whatever. But what I care about is the story. A lot of yes, time, the story. A lot of times they write in a character and they make him gay, but there's no reason for him to be gay. There's no reason for him to be black. It's not like, oh, he's Hispanic, he's black. That automatically gave him superpowers. No, motherfucker. Tell me the story behind why something happens. And if it happens to be that he's gay or he's black or he's Hispanic, then kudos. But make that part of the story. You know what I mean? Yeah, I like I like when like stories, you know, are able to uh, like you can like change things. I don't really care, but just, you know, as long as it's good representation, then I, you know, I like that because I don't like it when it's like, you know, like with gay characters, when they like they only have them in for like two seconds, like a two second kiss. And then you, you can edit it out for foreign release. And like if you really want to commit to something, then like commit to the act and like don't really care about, you know, what happens or like what you can edit out or what you can't edit out. Just commit to it, because I know there's like a lot of like shows and movies out there that have like a diversity and then they get rid of the diversity for like foreign release or like they like just sideline it and they're like okay we did the bare minimum we're good i yeah. only like it when they like then they totally take it to like the hundred percent like where they actually put care in the story and the heart and stuff and you know my favorite movie series is like i said before the spider-man into the spider-verse series and like the protagonist is afro-latino and nobody cares that he's afro-latino because they do it with like such care and like yeah. they actually make him a really 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 good character instead of just you know being like okay we we don't we we are not going to write him well because good writing is what, you know, regardless of whatever the protagonist or like is good writing is the core of every story. And like, even like, even if the characters are, you know, white men who like don't really have like any diversity, like the writing and stuff has been getting really lazy lately. And it's yeah. almost like, it's like they're, tr and they're treating the writers bad, but that's a story for another day. But like, if you <laughs> actually think of like, actually care about what you're writing then you know maybe the story will actually be good i just feel like people need to actually put care into their scripts instead of just adhering to a simple formula yeah a lot of times that's what it is they're churning out stuff so quickly that it, the, the the care for story like you said the care for that that storyline the character has gone away and i think most of the time um, and this goes back to something you said earlier, um, edit, editing for foreign release. A lot of times I think most of these films are made because where where does the money come from? Foreign release sells. A lot of times they're like, oh, dude, we need to sell foreign release because that's where we're going to get a lot of, especially China. I don't know why. Yeah. Uh, well, like China used to, used to be a huge foreign market. Lately, it's not really been doing as well as it used to be, but a lot of times, you know, they make movies, they're like, okay, this will do well in foreign. We all we need to do is add a bunch of like action stuff. We need to add some explosions. Okay, cool. We're done. Transformers. Transformers, they did that to it. Yes, Transformers. I've I only sat through like uh, like the first half hour of the first Transformers movie, and then I turned it off because it was that bad. I was like, "Are you kidding me?" I expected more, but yeah, but they were still big hits because they did so well it's in different Michael countries. Bay. And like, you know, it's Michael Bay. Cool. You can't get in. Yep, Michael Bay. Name. You know, yep. like you said earlier, your name carried it. You know what I mean? So yep. that's that's really it. 
Um, <laughs> we're getting sidetracked completely, but I, I appreciate yeah. that because I'm, I'm glad we could have an actual conversation about film. Um, going back to your film mm-hmm. from 15. Oh, you said you're graduating Monday, right? This Monday. Yeah, I'm graduating Monday Woo-hoo! from high school. Yes. <laughs> Congratulations, City. Um, man, <laughs> what was I going to ask you? I was going to ask you about something. I get, I'm sorry, I get sidetracked because I'm, I'm, again, I'm excited to talk to you because this is so badass. Um, with your film, mm-hmm. you went on the film circuit. Yeah, right? I did. Um, how was that for you? And would you do it again? I probably, uh, it was nice. I mean, like I got like a couple like awards, like some categories for like students and stuff, but just, I feel like a lot of like people like didn't really like get, get the whole, you know, thing of it. And, you know, I got rejected from a lot of festivals because, you know, they couldn't really get behind it, I guess, but I don't really care because, you know, if I, you know, make movies that are, you know, for, uh, if this goes into like wide release in theaters and stuff, I won't really, you know, I won't really need festivals, but I feel like just maybe making a movie for a festival, like once in a while, like if it's specifically for like festivals and like, I can like tailor it more to that kind of crowd, then I feel like it would be, you know, easier to like get it through the circuit because uh, they like, film festivals and movie theaters look for like different kinds of movies and stuff. And I kind of like did one that was like kind of in the middle, like, you know, I had the action, I had the story of like a movie theater movie, but then I had the production quality of like an indie movie and all I had were my American girl dolls. So it was really niche near really weird, but I'm glad that your festival and a lot of like a couple others accepted it. And, you know, I actually got to win awards to put on my college resume. Well, well, it's interesting because again, and, and I've done the festival scene and I know what, exactly what you mean because everybody in the festival scene run, whatever you want to call it, is looking for that really avant-garde kind of new age, nouveau, whatever, that's going to put them on the spot. You know, they're looking mm-hmm. for those Kevin Smiths, those, those yep. rare gems, but a lot of times they pass over really good projects like yourself because again, a 15 year old who's doing a full feature with what she has. And that's something that we always preach is dude, one, write for your audience, two, write what you know, three, film to your limits. And you've met every single one of those qualities. Plus, you did a feature film. What more can I ask for from a young person? You know what I mean? And then yep. to pass you over and be like, no, nah, dude, it's it's a stop motion dolls. What the fuck? What? It's ugly. It's stupid. No, dude, come on. Think outside your own box, motherfuckers. Like if you're exactly you that is what I thought of the whole time, because I was like, it was really, you know, like sad. Like when I kept on going on to film freeway, I was like, OK, did I get it? And then it was another rejection. So but that just made the acceptances way more exciting because I remember I remember I got like the winner notification for your festival. I was like a couple days out of surgery for my back. And then I was under like really bad anesthesia. I wasn't oh, feeling man. the best. Then I saw that I won and it just made me feel so good. I was like, yes. Uh, so, so, thank, you for that. thank you. Oh, you made my day. Thank you, Sydney. I mm-hmm. made my day. That's, that's, that's one of the stories I'm going to be like, Oh, because again, being in festivals, it's hard. 
it really is hard because we do have to shift through or sift through a lot of projects that aren't to quality, but I know they put the heart in it. And I'm like, man, it, it just not quite there. You know what I mean? And it, especially for high schoolers, man, I hate saying no because a lot of them are good. It's just, they're not that good yet. You know what I mean? And, and or, or sometimes I'll see a project and I'm like, do you need a little bit more? Just a little bit more, bro. And you would have like gotten to that point where I'm like, yes, you know, unlike yourself. But then to be able to talk to you and to meet you, even though it's via Zoom and everything, a couple of years later, and to hear the story, I'm like, wow, it make it makes my day go by a lot better. Cause again, I'm I'm trying to hopefully and, and this is another reason why we really don't charge high schoolers because I want to see y'all grow and I want to see some of that that potential come out and I'm like man dude I'm challenging some of these kids but I'm like I want to see Sydney's you know what I mean because <laughs> yeah. I would love to see a, a whole generation of you you know just hopefully come like, hopefully the next festival you do you'll be able to find the next me or something but it's I don't really know hard. like I don't think I can find the next you I think there's only one you yeah I guess so <laughs> Like I said, so far we've only had a couple of feature films, um, and they're mainly documentaries, which I I, I enjoy to a point. <laughs> but after seeing yeah. 30, 40 documentaries, I'm 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 always glad to see a feature film. Um, but yeah, yours is one one for the books that we've had that we haven't had any real feature films at your category that really blew our minds. And 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 I could honestly say that everybody that saw it. We were like, wait, when we had to go back and we're like, we read your bio. We're like, what the fuck? Dude? <laughs> <laughs> and we're like, cool, man. This is, this is really cool. You know, this quirky is this a little, like I said, technical aspects were, were sh short, but we understood, you know, 15 year old doing the best she could. Yup. I, all I had were my dolls and I edited it on like Adobe or something. My school's Adobe situation subscription and then I like all I had was me and I had like all my friends play all the characters and stuff so it was kind of low it was definitely low budget but it was really really fun and I we even had like a little premiere party like it was during COVID so we had to like get go in like a porch yeah. and social distance but it was like this huge like little patio and everyone was there and it was so cool like it was the only time I really got to see him during COVID and then Right when Leanna went, when the main two girls were about to kiss, everyone was like screaming, kiss, kiss, kiss. And I was like, oh my gosh, they're going insane. And then they literally lost it when they actually did. And it was nice. honestly one of the greatest moments of like my filmmaking life, because hopefully I'll be able to replicate, you know, or like even surpass that when I like actually be am able to make movies and stuff. That is badass. Well, don't let anybody tell you no. I know. I've learned that well. It, you, you've, you've mastered that. And from here on out, I'm going to expect, you know, whenever I see another Sydney Jean project come across our, 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 our desk, you know, our, our teleprompter or whatever, I'm going to be expecting like high, 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 high standards of, you know, yes, badassery, you know, especially from you, ma'am. Um, because again, you, you, at least for me, you really impressed me. Um, with the fact Thank that you, you did everything uh, at such a young age and you have grown and you are a prolific filmmaker. 
because you are. <laughs> Thank um, you. <laughs> I hope you continue this. Um, keep fighting the good fight. Um, keep of motivating course. yourself, being a, a spotlight, a beacon for the rest of us who are older and can't handle rejection as well. Because <laughs> you are a motivation. You are a a, a piece of 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 motivation aspect. I don't know how to say it that you could use like, dude, if she could do it, why can't I? You know what I mean? Yeah. So again, thank you, man. Thank you. And and my time's running out. I really don't like holding anybody longer than I need to, but man, I wish we could keep on talking because I'm enjoying our conversation, especially about just everything. Um, Anybody you want to thank? Oh, uh, I definitely. First, I'd like to thank the fans. I'd like to thank uh, my parents and my sister for believing in me. I'd like to thank my mentor, Will, and his business partner, Hillary. They're amazing. And I'd also like to thank everyone who rejected me for getting me this far. Yes, ma'am. Get them. Get them. Um, where can we find you, your project? Um, plug anything you want right now. This is your... Okay, so my YouTube is Sydney Jean Films. I hope to be posting on it more soon. And I have my Instagram is at Sydney Jean Satellino and at Rebel Movie. And my TikTok is at Rebel Movie. So those are my socials. And if any of you guys actually like American Girl Dolls, I have an American Girl Doll blog too. So AmericanGirlDollNews.com. And so, yeah, those are my socials. Nice. All right. Um, we will post all the socials underneath. If you go follow um our our podcasts, yeah, podcast, we'll have all your socials under there. Um, our YouTube also, all your socials will be on there. So if people are are interested and want to support you, uh, please do. Um, if you do follow her, hit the like, hit the subscribe. Uh, the metadata matters. Um, as a matter of fact, Sydney, you could attest to that because you are a a. What is uh TikTok? Yeah, TikTok. TikTok. There you go. I'm sorry. You are a TikTok phenom. You know, you reached how many million viewers? What? What was it? 20 million views. Wow, dude. Yes. So metadata matters. Um, hit the like, hit the share, um, subscribe, do all the good stuff that everybody does for for TikToks and Twitters and and Instagrams and and YouTubes and stuff like that. I don't deal with that stuff. I have other people who deal with that stuff. So I'm I'm really electronically, you know, uneducated. <laughs> but do follow them, support filmmakers, support young filmmakers like Sydney here, which is she's a prolific, you know, filmmaker. And we hope to see you again in a couple of years with your full feature length live action uh rebel, which will be hopefully just as badass as as the stop motion one that you submitted to us. Um, and always feel free to hit us up and let us know your next project. Please, please let us of do it. Of course I will. Okay. Until next time, guys, please, uh, again, like, share, subscribe, do all that good stuff. Uh, support indie filmmakers. Uh, repost, like, share. The metadata matters. Until next time, film noobs, take care. Where is the stop button? <laughs>